You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. There's nothing like a mother's love. What is a tush push? He should shave his face. Maybe he's having a problem with toilet paper. It's time for Mama Mimi. I would definitely will go to Longhorn and get some margaritas. So one of her favorite things to do is go to Longhorn and get some margaritas with all the money she's winning this season with all her picks and all her plays. How you doing, Mom? I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day here to play pickleball. <laughs> I'm. I'm. Sh- thanks for rubbing it in. Really, really do appreciate it. Um, how was your? Uh- I had breakfast with Santa this morning. I know. I was just going to say, how was your Santa breakfast? This morning. It was great. We had pancakes and waffles. And pickleball Bill took me. And um, we had a lot of fun. It was great. So, guys. Uh, so, Joe and, and Harvey produced the show, Mom. So, guys, I was down in Florida. This is a great story. Okay. This this is... People ask, like, what do you, what's so great about pickleball? This is, an, this is a story that really sums up pickleball. Okay? So, I'm down in Florida playing pickleball because I was down there visiting my mom for Thanksgiving and and she has these three fantastic pickleball courts in her community and so you know obviously I don't I only visit on occasion so you know I'm new there and so one of the guys said you know do you you're here visiting I said yeah I'm visiting my mom you know um you know and I said she's in a wheelchair she she needs help getting around she doesn't have a vehicle and he says I'm I I'd love to help you here, here's my phone. I just, like, this is my second day playing pickleball with Pickleball Bill. And he says, here, take my phone number. Anytime your mom needs uh, transportation, just hit me up. So two times, so this is this is, this is is what, this is the pickleball community. This is the great pickleball community. This is what happens. You develop friends. And so Pickleball Bob, uh, sorry, Pickleball Bill. Bill, Bill. Bill, thanks, Mom. Uh, took my mom to the, this, her Santa breakfast. This morning, after I played pickleball with him twice. Wasn't he a nice man, Mom? Yeah, he was very, very nice. You know, I never met the man. I don't know anything about him. It was kind of a fix-me-up sort of thing. He's got a girlfriend somewhere. But um, very, very nice man. Very nice. You, you found out that he has a girlfriend somewhere? Were you trying? Were you trying to hit on him? He has a girlfriend in Miami. You oh. know, I don't live. I don't live downtown Miami. I I I live more toward with the Keys. Right. But I know. I think he has a sort of girlfriend. Did you? Florida. Did you try to hit on him or something? How did you find out he had a girlfriend? No, I I, I wasn't trying to pry, but <laughs> I I asked him. You know, well, kind of like, what do you do for a living? You know, that kind of thing. Okay, you were and just he kind of. He kind of threw that in there. Okay. Just throwing out small talk. I get it. I get it. All right. Uh, let's get to yeah. your week 14 plays because you've been kicking butt, taking names, and winning some money and drinking some margaritas. All right. So let's start Let's start off with the Baltimore Ravens. They are at home, coming off of a bye, going up against the Rams. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens are favored by seven and a half. So who do you like to win here and why? Okay. I like the Ravens. You know, when I was in Baltimore with you, you know, that stadium, those fans, they love the Ravens. They love them. And they're playing at home. 
So that's an advantage. The only thing is, you know, and I'm going to pronounce his name wrong. Puka? No, that's right. Puka. Puka. You love Puka. He's so cute. Is he a cutie patootie? And anyway, um, I looked it up. He's making $750,000 this year. That would buy a lot of margaritas, right? But that would be. A lot of margaritas. But I like the Ravens, 28 to 16. 28 to 16. So you've got them... You've got them. You got them winning by twelve points. So really, Mama Mimi is saying lay the seven and a half with the Baltimore Ravens. I don't like the hook. If I was to play this, um, I, I would I would buy the hook down. I would play the Ravens at minus seven. I don't like playing things with the hook, but nonetheless, Mama Mimi thinks that they're going to win by twelve. So she's fine with you laying the seven. Uh, game number two is the 49ers. They are they are home coming off of a really impressive win against the Eagles, and they're taking on the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, the 49ers are favored by 13. Okay, well, you know, the Seahawks have lost the last three games. So, uh, and the 49ers are playing at home, and Purdy is a really good quarterback. I would pick the 49ers. 35 to 23. 35 to 23. Okay. Right. So, but so with the 13, um, that's, that's cutting it real, real close. So, so, so maybe, maybe the, the thing here, if anybody wants to play the 49ers, um, is to utilize them as a teaser and tease them down to minus seven. Keep in mind, uh, Geno Smith unlikely to play in this matchup as well. So that bodes well for the 49ers. Last but not least, let's talk about your Miami Dolphins playing on Monday night at home against the Tennessee Titans. The Miami Dolphins favored okay, by 13 well, as know, well. Uh, the, Dolphins, the Dolphins are making me a believer. They haven't lost at home. Mm. So mm. I think they're going to win. Dolphins 38, Titans 16. Ooh, that's, that's, a, that's yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, Pretty significant. Okay. That's it. That's it. Just because they've made you. What has made you a believer? You didn't like. You haven't liked Tua. No, I. I'm, I never did care for him too much. Right. But uh, he's doing. He's doing pretty good this year. Okay. He's doing a good job. Do you think he's doing a good job, or you think it's because he's got Tyreek Hill? Do you think he's doing a good job, or, you, or do you think it's because he's got Tyreek Hill? I think Hill, if they didn't have Hill on that team, I don't think they would have won as many games as what they did. Right. All right. So I'd say 38, they're playing at home. Right. The weather is beautiful. Mm-hmm. The weather, is, I mean, today is absolutely gorgeous. Rub it in. And the, uh, um, and I think it, pretty good they're gonna win i think yeah yeah and i mean convincingly if you're saying 38 16 so you're saying lay the 13 points for the miami dolphins that's really what you're saying mom yep (laughs) yep all right last question for you (laughs) meanwhile meanwhile i saw the biggest iguana yesterday he had to be five feet long 
Did you see the picture I sent you? I did. I, I did see the picture you sent me. That It kind of looked like an alligator. That's I how mean, big it was. I mean, that looked like a dinosaur out there. It, yeah. The yeah, or a dinosaur. I, either either way, yeah. Hey, uh, before we let you go, one last question for you. Um, you know, you just said you don't think the Miami Dolphins would win as many games if it wasn't for Tyreek Hill. Do you think that he's deserving to win the MVP this season? Yes, yes. absolutely. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so you would vote for Tyreek Hill? I don't think. Okay, I don't think that the girlfriend. Like Kansas City, I don't think the girlfriends should go to the games. They should stay home. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think the girl, the wife, and the girlfriend? You're talking about Taylor Swift. Yes. You think Taylor? Yes. You think Taylor Swift should stay home and not attend Kansas City games? Exactly. Well, well, there's a big one this week. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Going up against the Buffalo Bills after they lost to the Green Bay Packers last week. All right, Mom, uh, I'm glad that you enjoyed your uh, your Santa breakfast. I'm I'm glad that uh, Pickleball Bill was able to uh, help you with your commute. And uh, and hopefully you will have helped some people win some money this weekend. I love you. Let's win some money. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> have a great day, Mom. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you later. Love you. Love Lo- you. Love you too. Mama Mimi, each and every Saturday, 1 o'clock, with her picks, her plays, talking about five-foot-long iguanas and uh, pickleball bill and, uh, and all the things, right here on 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. John Mascari, my partner in crime, who helps me uh, host our uh, our golf show each and every golf season right here on 98.7 ESPN on the T. Uh, John, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good, Anita. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Uh, I don't think any of us are as good as John Rahm, that's for sure. I thought it'd be great to get John on the show to talk about the news. John Rahm, uh, arguably the best golfer on the planet, definitely top three. The next defector leaves the PGA Tour for live for $300 plus million. Uh, John, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the most shocking, how shocked were you when this news broke? I mean, this is devastating to the PGA Tour. Certainly, nine point five or ten, as you mentioned, 
former world number one, the reigning Masters champion, two-time major champion, one of the most popular guys on the PGA Tour, the DP Tour when he was in Europe. Uh, we all know about the Ryder Cup heroics. This is huge and a big, big, big statement by Live Golf. Yeah, so in, in kind of, you know, and, and I was ex- excited to have you on today, uh, not just because I, I adore you, but um, just try, what's the relationship right now with Liv and the PGA Tour? Like, I thought they were going to be working together moving forward. So, you know, what, what, what happened there and what does this do for that potential relationship, right? Like, where does that all stand yeah. right now? Yeah, so, you know, the, the plan was, and they're working towards this uh, end of December date to have begin the process of, of merging. However, it's been held up a little bit by the Department of Justice, feeling that it, it is some sort of monopoly for golf. So, you know, it's been hot, it's been cold, and what, what had happened was there was kind of a handshake agreement between the two sides as far as live poaching players, and the DOJ, Department of Justice, said, you can't have that. This is going to be a monopoly. And this was an opportunity for Liv to come in and snipe up Rom pretty much from under the nose of the PGA Tour. And um, it remains to be seen whether this will divide this merger or it might make it happen even quicker. What's your gut telling you? What do you think this does? I think, yeah, I think this is going to happen really quick. Um, I, this is a sign from the Saudi Arabian PIF fund that we got to get this done or else we're just going to keep on snatching up guys from the PGA tour. Um, so they have a lot of leverage right now. And this is a big fish that they landed right here. Uh, again, John Mascari, head pro at Alpine country club, joining us here at 98.7 ESPN. Uh, who, who's next? I mean, there's some talk and speculation, Tony Finau, which, which would be, you know, he's, he's one of my faves. Um, like, do you do you think because John Rum now has like there'll be more that will follow? Well, I think it depends on how this how this merger deal goes, but I definitely could see someone like Tony Finau, maybe Ricky Fowler, oh, maybe Xander Schauffele. I don't say it ain't so, right? For Ricky Fowler, that's my guy. But, um, I know, but you know, Rom moves the needle. Ricky moves the needle. Still, guys like Xander Schauffele. Do I dare say Scotty Scheffler? Who knows? I mean, it feels like the gloves are off right now. And, you 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 know, Jay Monahan, the PGA Tour, are dealing with someone who has unlimited money. Like, he will not double down. He will triple down. And if they can't come to an agreement and get this deal done, I could just see um, the PIF saying, okay, well, we're going to write a check for another 300 to uh, Xander Shopping. And, you know, the, the blank checks all over the place. And I think... That is, that's why I feel like that merger is going to happen quickly. The PJ Tour is going to be like, oh boy, we better, uh, we better make this happen. Otherwise, it's, we're going to have no one. Uh, so, so one of the, again, last season, you know, one of the things is we really didn't see these guys, Brooks Kepka. We didn't see these guys play unless they were playing on, on a on a on a tour event. You know, mm-hmm. so you know, okay, John Rahm's getting over three hundred million dollars. Um, his travel is going to be ridiculous. Uh, his caddy is going to be taken care of. All the things that come with being with Liv, but they don't have a TV deal. Uh, and and I, and I don't see like 
I can't see any of these big networks coming to an agreement with Liv. Uh, that could be really dangerous in regards to their advertising dollars. Yeah, that's right. So, right, they were on the, remember, they were on the CW for a little bit, and attendance at the Live events, they'll tell you that it's great, but it's still not anywhere near what the PGA Tour is. Mm-mm. But they're banking on just getting more and more talent and almost forcing some network, if they want to carry professional golf, to carry Live Golf and to show the best players in the world. And, you know, a lot of these guys are good. Like, Rom is good for the majors still. He's got exemptions through 27 because he's a past champion. But I think as you start seeing if there's no merger, I'll put air quotes on that, that more guys might move to live. You're kind of forcing the hand of an A network, whatever it may be, to start to carry live golf. Unbelievable. Really, really unbelievable. Um, we'll never see Tiger go. Right, John? No, I, I can't see that. But I think Tiger might be the person to start and kind of carry the PGA Tour through this. Um, you know, Jay, I don't know what you feel about Jay Monahan, where his status is as a commissioner, but some say he's on very thin ice right now. I can't see Tiger coming in as commissioner, but there's a lot of turmoil on the PGA Tour right now. You know, you've got Rory dropping off the Players' Council, Sponsors are having second thoughts about their return on investment. Um, there's players in the locker room, for, for lack of a better word, who are upset with the leadership. And, you know, a lot of people look like the PGA Tour really doesn't have their you-know-what together, and they're sliding down a hill kind of out of control, and Jay Monahan's at the wheel. So it should be interesting to see if they can get that deal done and maybe save his tail and uh, move forward. But it's going to be an interesting couple of months. You know, it's, I know it's the off-season right now and the winter time and, Golf is not really on our minds, but this is this is really big, huge news. Could, we, could you ever see a scenario where Tiger Woods becomes the commissioner of the PGA Tour? Yeah, I could see Tiger kind of coming in on a white horse and trying to uh, fix everything, for sure. I could definitely see that. I, I, think, that'd I, be, I, see I think that'd be the only way that it'd be fixed. Yeah. To be I honest, also John. I this whole thing coming together as like a, a super world tour as well, but uh, we'll see. Interesting. Uh, John, thank you so much. Really appreciate your time, my friend. We'll talk soon. My pleasure. Take you got care. it. Thanks, Anita. You got it. John Muscari, head pro at Alpine Country Club, with an update in regard to John Rum. Uh, this is whether you follow golf or this is huge news. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. And we are so blessed to have her. Uh, Cynthia, hi, hi, hi. How are you? Great. Thank you. How are you doing? Uh, well, so, so we were, as in the business, we like to call it dark, right? Uh, so we did not have, yeah, so ESPN bet was dark. We did not have shows Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So um, so I had four days off and I just played a bunch of pickleball. <laughs> so there's well, that. Yeah. <laughs> That's have great. you have you have you played yet? I have. There's a place near me that I played with a couple of friends. I'm not good, but I, but it's fun. Oh my gosh, I'm addicted. But that's a that's that's a whole that's a whole another story for a whole another show. Uh, let's dive into <laughs> let's dive into week 14 and let's start. Uh, you know, because uh, prior to us coming on, we were talking about your Detroit Lions. 
um, really exciting year for you considering, you know, we're all expecting them, of course, to go to the postseason, either winning the, the NFC North um, or getting as a wild card, which I, I have them winning. I had them winning since day one. Uh, even before day one, the season started. But nonetheless, they're in Chicago. Chicago's getting three and a half. Do you think this is going to be a close game? A lot of people are liking Chicago at home with the points this week. I like the game to be close. I do actually think that the Lions pull it off, but I think it's like a one point at the end of the game situation, much like we saw last time when they matched up. The Lions defense is a liability. They have not figured it out. You know, we talked to Brian Branch. I got a chance to talk to Brian Branch, the rookie, uh, you know, defensive back for the Lions this week. And he said CJGJ will eventually be back. So that's very promising if you're a Lions fan. Whoa, if you're a Lions fan. But uh, it's not a not a foregone conclusion. Hold on, there's beeping going on. Apologize. No, that's <laughs> okay. Getting too close to my car. <laughs> oh my gosh, tell them, get away. I know, this LA traffic, <laughs> these people are crazy. <laughs> Um, yeah, so a lot of people are on the Chicago Bears at plus three and a half. Uh, two really big games this week. Uh, one, obviously, is uh, the Kansas City Chiefs at home coming off of a loss against the Green Bay Packers and the Buffalo Bills coming off of a bye, heading to Kansas City. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, this is the 430 game. Kansas City only favored by one. Cynthia won at home. The over-under is 49. I like Kansas City here. Are you on Are you on the side yeah. I'm on? I am. I'm on board with you with Kansas City. I understand, like, if you're a fantasy player, you got to remember Isaiah Pacheco is not playing. So if you can get some shares of CEH, but potentially that'd be a nice move for you to pick up for, to make your fantasy playoffs. But I, uh, the, the, there's a couple of things here. First, it's not like things in Buffalo are, like, awesome. I know they got a break, but... There's a lot of drama swirling. We, we saw an extra press conference this week, which we don't normally see. I think you're fine if you have any of the Bills offensive players. I do think this is, you know, even Gabe Davis to me forecast to have a nice game, but I'm, I'm, I'm not loving the opportunity for them to get the win. It's, it's not Buffalo's offense's fault. It's Buffalo's defense with all their injuries. You just, the, the difference between the on and off field splits with Matt Milano in terms of passer rating allowed by opposing quarterbacks is nearly 80 points. So it's just that. And by the way, that's where Travis Kelsey lines up. So no Matt Milano, no Daquan Jones, you're you know, no Tredavious White. This is that's a problem. And it's an especially big problem when Patrick Mahomes is the opposing opposing quarterback. Yeah. So, all right. So we're, we're on the same side there. Uh, the other big game and man, uh, what a great Sunday afternoon, late afternoon to go from Buffalo bills and Kansas city it, right into the Eagles and the Cowboys Cowboys at home hosting the Eagles minus three and a half. The over under is 51 and a half. I like the over here. Uh, I yeah. also like the Cowboys team total over as well. I think this is going to be a barn burner. I, I really do. Um, as opposed to a side and a total. If I'm going to play a side, maybe I'll use the Eagles as a, a teaser and tease them up to plus nine and a half. How are you playing this one? Yeah, I, I like where your where your head's at. I actually think the Eagles win this game outright. So if you want to take Eagles on some points, potentially that could make a big difference. But you got to remember that you know our recency bias is kind of directing us to remember the wrong thing here because I understand last week we saw San Francisco beat pretty soundly upon the Eagles. But just a couple of weeks ago, we could have been saying the same exact thing about the Cowboys. Further, 
we saw the Eagles. I mean, look, the, the Eagles have the best record in all of football. Cowboys have who they haven't really played the same level of competition. And by the way, they lost to the Cardinals. So it's not like you're sitting here with these two infallible teams. But the thing I do like in this, that is a sneaky, maybe it's like a still like a continuation of like a Black Friday gift. But Dak Prescott's MVP odds right now are a tasty little snack, at least on some of the places that I've looked. Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy seems to be leading the way. And I'm like, uh-uh, let's like, you can get a discount on, on the rate for, for what's going on with Dak Prescott right now. So that's the thing I actually think is the most compelling from this entire game in terms of like, oh, like the, the biggest amount of upside. Uh, yeah, I, I hear you. Um, you know, what's also interesting is, uh, is C.J. Stroud, right? Like we know he's already locked up for the rookie of the year, but his MVP odds have gone from 201 to 25 to one. Just imagine now with Trevor Lawrence injured, not sure if he's going to play for Jacksonville. Imagine if the Texans win the division, go into the playoffs, and make a run with C.J. Stroud. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm just, throwing, I'm just really throwing that out there. I'm just throwing it I, out there. I don't hate it. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, though. If I'm going to pick anyone other than the more established quarterback of a team that's deep playoff bound, it's going to be Tyreek Hill for me. Because when I look at what he's doing and, like, you know, even like yards run per route, like he's like a yard more on average than the next closest guy. This has been a season where we've seen a lot of defenses really have the advantage. We've seen scoring down in general, you know, and Tyreek Hill, he, he didn't seem to get that memo. So, I mean, if it's going to be for me, anyone other than a more veteran quarterback, which typically is the formula, I really got it. Like I, I Tyreek Hill feels like the the answer for me. I hear you. By the way, Purdy, Brock Purdy favored for the MVP right now at three to one. Jalen Hurst plus three fifty. Dak Prescott at plus three fifty. Two at eight plus eight fifty, along with Patrick Mahomes. Lamar Jackson nine to one. Tyree Kill sixteen to one, along with Christian McCaffrey. And like I said, CJ Stroud, anywhere between twenty-five to one to thirty to one. In, in a number of places. Uh, Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Let's turn our attention to what happens here in our own backyard as the Jets and the Giants hosting this week. The Jets on Sunday hosting C.J. Stroud and the Texans. Um, how about that? A lot of people like the under here, and understandably so, because uh, how just god-awful this Jets offense has been. And now they've decided to go back to Zach Wilson Okay, uh, the over-under is at 33. Also, the Texans favored by three and a half. Weather conditions are not going to be nice here right. on Sunday. Um, and you're talking about 20-mile-per-hour gusts of wind. How are you playing this, if at all? Yeah, I think I'll just watch this game because when you have gusts of wind like that, it can mean, like, this Jets defense, we talk about the offense not being – like what we expected, but the Jets defense is pretty extraordinary. So I'm looking at the defense and thinking, and I, I do agree with the low scoring game, but anytime it feels like conditions could mean a pick six, it's hard to get on board with the, like with too much of the under. So I, I'm looking at this, I'm looking at this game and I'm thinking potentially individual situations could be good, especially as I'm keeping an eye on the injury report to see What's going on, like, you know, with the, the Texans? So if Dalton Schultz comes back, okay, 
that that could be an interesting one. But also like a Nico Collins or you know in with no tank Dell. I don't know what the specific numbers are for him for his individual prop bets, but I do think that that would be kind of where I look because you think more run when you think of wind gusts, but this is not a team that runs very often. In fact, they play a lot of a lot of 12 and a lot of you know situations where you you could have a, a good run but they don't they don't run very often so i don't know i'm, I'm going to keep an eye and see who's going to potentially and forecast to see who's going to be potentially running those tight end like routes and that's what i'm gonna that's what i'm gonna focus my attention on um also then the following night we have not one but two monday night football games which by the way are, are at the same time which i don't quite understand um you know stagger them in my opinion but Okay, don't. Uh, the Tennessee okay. Titans going up against the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins favored by 13. The over-under is 46 and a half. And then, of course, the other one, hosted by the Giants here, and Tommy Cutlet. Uh, that's right. He's okay. like, he's like uh, Cynthia, he's like Elvis walking around Jersey. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it in my life. Uh, the Giants, uh, a six and a half home dog, and the over-under is 36 and a half. Well, do you have a play in this Packers-Giants game? I, I mean, not at least right now, because I think there's going to be, I mean, look like it'll throw all the numbers out with whether or not Aaron Jones is playing. So as far as I've seen the last injury report I saw, and that's Friday is, is saying like questionable. So it could shift all of my numbers in terms of prop bets. I do think that the Packers win this one, but I, I also think like this Packers team is not as, I understand we saw them do some like amazing things against the chiefs, but there, there are some spaces where you could, you could, you could get them to keep it closer, but I I'm staying, I'm kind of staying away from, from that, especially until I see what the injury report, the final injury report says. Again, Cynthia Freeland joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. You can see her all over the NFL network and uh, let's open up the phone lines. 800-919-3776. Let's dive into Jets fans. How do you feel? Zach Wilson back at the helm. Uh, swan song be his final five games. Joe gives me two, Joe gives me two thumbs down. Um, are you surprised that uh, that Sala went back to Zach Wilson as opposed to Trevor Simeon? Does it really matter at this point, or do you just want the Jets to lose games so that you know you're in a better situation come come draft day? What say you? 800-919-3776. We'll be right back. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Again, this is the Barton Hahn Studio. Um, and there's this little, it's called Get Snacky. It's this little box filled with um, peanuts and raisins and M&Ms. And I'm just, I'm picking out the M&Ms. So this is either Bart or Hans. And... They're going to come back in the studio on Monday, or is it Tuesday? I think that Bart comes, and all the M&Ms are going to be gone. So I'm just, I'm just letting them know, right, like, it was me. It was me. Anita was in studio on Saturday, and I picked out all the M&Ms with your snackiness. Hiker's trail mix. Hun. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. It was me. It was me, Bart. (laughs) Um, All right, let's talk some NFL. Uh, We touched on it a little bit 
with Cynthia Freeland and uh, and for for Jets fans again, listen, it's it's a one percent chance that this Jets team makes it back to uh, or makes it, I should say, to the postseason. Joe and I were talking about it in the break, and you know, here's the thing. You know, how much better do you think this Jets team would have been with Aaron Rodgers, considering how bad this offensive line has been? Um, do you feel that they would have a better record than the Miami Dolphins? Uh, you know, they're, as we know, they're sitting at four and eight right now. Um, I, I mean, great. Listen, they definitely would have won more games. But, you know, do, do you feel that this would have been a Jets team that would just have, would have run away with the division? I don't, um, especially behind that offensive line. And uh, prior to the season starting, I was in here with Bart, and I was filling in for, for Alan Hahn prior to the season, I don't know, about maybe two weeks, three weeks before uh, these guys showed up to training camp. And this was a huge concern. Bart was not worried about it. Bart was Bart had some really big expectations for Makai Becton to have a great season, yada yada yada. Well, it didn't happen. And and I know we sit here and we rip the org, excuse me, we rip the organi- organization for not having a better quarterback room and not bringing a, a better veteran in that God forbid, and of course it did happen that Aaron Rodgers goes down, that you've got somebody who can just step in and fill that void and win some games for you. (laughs) Not on a hope or a prayer each and every Sunday. You know, I've said this for a while. If, If I'm a general manager, if I was ever a general manager of an NFL team, and I felt like I had a real, a real legit shot of making it to the postseason, let alone potentially winning a Super Bowl, especially with this defense and the talent that was here. I, I would invest in the backup quarterback position. I, I just, I, I would have. And you know, I, I know it's, I know it's, it, it's a different situation because of where the Jets drafted Zach Wilson. It's kind of twofold here. Number one, I think if, if you are a team that has a legit shot of making it to the postseason, let alone winning a Super Bowl, I think you should invest in a backup quarterback. Okay? There are a number of teams that do not. There are a number of teams that do not. Okay? Um, I know they're few and far between. But, like, so, for example... I don't know about you guys. Like, did you watch the 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 uh, Steelers game on Thursday night? Bits and pieces of it. Yeah, it's I mean, Tra- it was it was ho- it was horrible. It it's was horrible. Mitch Trubisky versus Bailey Zappi. Yeah, it, it was it was horrible. But hey, listen, Mason Rudolph isn't half bad. I think Mason Rudolph would have been more serviceable than Zach Wilson, and he's a third string quarterback. Mike on the White Pittsburgh, on would the have Pittsburgh, been more yeah. serviceable. Yes, and we had him in the building. I know, but again, that plays to, and I know I'm beating a dead horse here. In that, that plays to the politics. In that, where you drafted Zach Wilson, I think it takes a real strong organization. 
I think it takes a real strong general manager, a real strong head coach to say, you know what? We effed up. So San Francisco. And, well, San Francisco is very fortunate that Brock Purdy has turned into the quarterback that he is that that he has become. Now, again, I know we've got some 49er fans who listen to the show who are upset with me that I have not bought into Brock. Listen, Brock Purdy has had a great season. Heck, do you know that he's favored right now to win the MVP? He's favored right now to win the MVP. Here's my thing. Do you know how many quarterbacks in the NFL that if you put in that system would thrive? Majority? Would would absolutely thrive if you put them in that 49er system. And, like, not the obvious, right? Not the obvious guys. Like, everybody's down on Mac Jones, and I understand why. Like, he, like his time in New England is over. Him and Bill Belichick, I feel, are out the door. But if Mac Jones would have gone to the fort, like, Mac Jones' skill set and and – how he could operate in that system you'd be talking about you'd be talking about Mac Jones like folks are talking about Brock Purdy okay um Kenny Pickett um I'm looking I'm looking down Gardner Minshew um You know, we, we saw Jimmy Garoppolo thrive in that system. Um, I'm and, and again, I'm just I'm I'm looking I'm going through teams right now. I mean, hell, Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins probably could win an MVP in that in that system. He'd probably run circles around Brock Purdy in that system. Anyway, I, I just and, and and we've seen we've seen teams pivot. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals. They drafted what Rosen immediately the next year. Not not only are we not going to move forward with Rosen because we're going to draft Murray, but we're getting rid of our head coach and we're going to bring in a head coach who's going to implement a system that we think is going to accentuate what Murray brings to the program. Like and they did it like overnight. So. Um, you know, that that's to, to me, that's, that's really where this all went wrong for the Jets. Uh, but the season is what it is. They're sitting at four and eight, five games left. And it's, it's five. And let me just call up the schedule. It's five more games with, uh, with Zach Wilson. So he's got the Texans tomorrow. Weather conditions are not supposed to be nice. If you're heading out to the stadium, uh, rain, wind, possible snow, wind gusts up to 20 miles per hour. No bueno. Uh, and then heading to Miami to take on the Dolphins. And then against the Commanders at the Browns and at the Patriots. Uh, listen, uh, you know, I, 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 think, I think he has an opportunity to go two and three his last five games. You don't. You've got you've got the Jets going 0 and five their next five games. You've there's, got the Jets going 0 and five. There's no chance. You don't, Zero. You don't think that Zach Wilson and this Jets team could beat the Commanders here at no, home? No. Was that no? No. Zach. Zach is the best chance to win 
but it's only marginal. We know who Zach Wilson is. Why are we why are we kidding ourselves? We've seen this now. This is his fourth chance to get it right. There is zero chance that A, he succeeds in this offense, and B, they get a win for the remainder of the year. Wow. You don't even have Zach Wilson in this Jets defense beating the Washington Commanders here in New York. Wow. Unbelievable.